You may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen, and my guest today is M.K. Stahl. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, And M.K. um, is a busy mom wife, busy mom, comma, wife, (laughs) and the community manager for the Fit Body franchise, which she is going to tell us all about today. But Mary, M.K., sorry. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about yourself and, um, and yeah, what brought you to this, this, um, area, I guess. Of yeah, fitness sure. And- yeah. Well, thank you for having me. So I started as a client at a fit body camp location many, many years ago. Um, at the time I- I've always loved fitness and exercise and health, nutrition, everything about it. I was a big runner and I I still am. And I was running in a running group with a good friend. And she mentioned that there was a new gym in town and that I should check it out with her. And it was Fit Body Bootcamp. And so I had never been to a group fitness studio before. I had taken group fitness classes in like a big box gym, but never like a studio specifically just for group fitness. And so I didn't really know what to expect. And I went in for my first session and I fell in love and I, and it wasn't just the workout because you can get a good workout anywhere. It was more of the community, the culture, the coaches, that Mm -hmm. accountability that I had and the motivation from other people working out around you. And so it really helped keep me motivated to show up for myself. Um, it was, you know, a few years after graduating college, I was in that I had just gotten married. My husband and I had just purchased our first home. Like we were kind of in that stage of life where we were establishing routines for the first time. We were getting acclimated to like the new area that we were living in. And so finding a fitness studio that I could like build friendships and community and have that level of accountability was so important for me. And it really helped me grow in my personal um, journey and my fitness journey. And so I, you know, start going to Fit Body Bootcamp very regularly. And one day I came home and I told my husband, I said, you know what? Why don't we open up our own Fit Body Bootcamp location? And my husband was a physical therapist. He, st- he still is, um, but he was practicing physical therapy. And he's like, well, uh, here, here's a few reasons why we shouldn't do this. Well, we don't have, we don't have any money. We just got married. We, we don't have any money. We don't have any business experience. You don't have a background in fitness. You don't even know, like, you're not even a personal trainer. I know you're passionate about it, but how do you, how do you think we're going to pull this together? And so we just, you know, start looking into the business model and talking about it more. And we hopped on the phone with uh, the Fit Body Bootcamp headquarters, which is based in California. Um, there's over oh, 200, okay. there's over 250 locations nationwide. And so it wow. started, yeah, it started in, in 2008. Um, it's, you know, small group personal training uh, with, with a coach, it's a coach led fitness bootcamp. 
And so we started talking to them on the phone. And one thing led to the next. We flew out to California. We did the new owner training. We signed our franchise agreement. And then we got home and started looking for a location. And that I would say that's the most challenging part in the beginning is like, okay, you have this idea. You want to start this business. Now, where are you going to put it? That was very challenging at the time. So we found a great location. And we, I guess from the time I started as a client to when we opened our first location, it was about an eight-month timeline. So it happened very, very quickly. Yeah, yeah it's going to say. Quickly. So yeah, yeah so since. Since then, my husband and I have opened up three locations. Um, I'm now the community manager for the franchise. So I work on their marketing team and I'm the host of the Beyond the Scale podcast. And the podcast is for all of our clients and our community at FitBody. We talk about everything related to health and fitness beyond the scale. So that's kind of my background in a nutshell. Wow. Wow. That's that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So Tell me a little bit more about the the actual um, fit body places, you know, yes. themselves. So, I mean, how does yeah. that work? So we really specialize in fat loss and the majority mm. of our clientele are women, middle-aged women. I would say about 75% of our clientele is are, are women or female. Most of the time when we have a male client, it is a wife that started coming to boot camp, she fell in love with it and then she dragged her husband in and then he ends up falling in love with it as well. But you know, there's something about men, like they they feel like they're just, you know, too macho to work out in a group setting with a bunch of other people. They need to just do it on their own. So it's sometimes it's hard to convince men. Um, but boot camp, it's 30 minutes and it's a high mm-hmm. intensity interval training and it's a different workout every single day. So you're never going to feel bored or it's never going to feel repetitive because it's always something different. And our coaches Mm -hmm. program the workout for you. They program it a week in advance. So you have your strength days. You'll have your upper body days, your lower body days. You'll have a metabolic conditioning day, a cardio day. And so you'll have a bunch of different things mixed in throughout the week. And the way the program is set up, it's really set up for someone who can come anywhere from three to five times per week. And you're going to get a really good workout every single time you come. And what I loved about it is that it was only 30 minutes. Like most people can fit 30 minutes into their day. And we have Mm -hmm. sessions in the morning and then we have sessions in the evening. So we try to make it where you can't find any excuse as to why you can't come because we offer so many sessions and it's so quick. And so are all of these sessions in a, in a class thing or are they one-on-one or, or, there, it's small. So it's, it's personal training in a small group setting. So most of our studios, I mean, every studio is a little bit different depending on their layout. Most studios can hold anywhere from 25 to 40 clients in a session at once. And so you'll have, you have an app on your phone and you book your session in advance. And I always Mm -hmm. tell my clients like, book your session, just like you would book a doctor's appointment, like put it on your calendar because then you are going to show up for it. And so we make our clients do that. And yeah, you come in, you know, five minutes before your session, we do some light stretching, a warm up. then the coach will explain what the workout is that day. And then as you're doing the workout, there's usually a series of stations that you'll rotate around to. And that coach, you'll have one, you'll have anywhere from one to three coaches on the floor with the clients and they will walk around and they'll correct your form. They'll modify the workout if there's something that you can't do. 
and they'll make sure that, you know, you're getting a good workout. You're, they're meeting you where you're at and your fitness level. And so every day it's like that. And then at the end, we'll do like a cool down, some stretching together and just kind of meet back together in the middle. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. So it sounds like it's, it's, you must have a pretty big space. Yeah. Most of our facilities are anywhere from 2,500 to 4,000 square feet. So they're, they're pretty large. And then the usual showers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we have some studios have, you know, full locker rooms with showers, but Uh uh, most studios, you know, we have the equipment that we offer is like dumbbells. We have battle ropes. We have a TRX. Um, Some of our locations have assault bikes and skiers. It really just depends on the location. But um, in terms of our programming, we pretty much all do the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So what is the, I don't know what you call it, what a retention rate or, I mean, because I'm sure just for myself, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've joined gyms and yeah. now, now my husband question. drags me, but that's it, you right. know? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. And at Fit Body Bootcamp, and again, this is kind of, you know, going back to when I was a client, which the fact that I was a client really helped me in my ownership journey because I knew you know, what the coaches, how the coaches treated me and how it felt. And so one thing that we really pride ourselves on at FitBody is our clients are not just a number. We really get to know our clients. And so how that works is if you sign up for a 28 day trial, which is what a lot of our members start off on. So they'll sign up for a 28 day trial. It's usually a low price. So for an entire month, you can come as many times as you would like. But before you come, what we do is we do a new member orientation. And so you're going to come in on usually most locations. It's on a Monday. You'll come in for 30 minutes and you'll meet a few of the coaches. You'll go over everything that you need to know for boot camp. And we'll learn a little bit, a little bit more about you. And so like, why are you coming to boot camp? What is it that motivates you? What do you need help with? Maybe you just had a baby and you're trying to lose, you know, 30 pounds from where you gained that when you were pregnant. Or maybe you're older and you haven't worked out in 10, 15 years. Or maybe you had a surgery recently and you need a lot of modifications. Those are things that we really want to know and we need to know to make sure we can meet you yeah. where you're at in your fitness journey. And we can we can guarantee that you're not going to come in that first session in that first week and get like injured or go too hard and you'll feel burnout. So we don't want that to happen. So we really get to know our clients on a personal level. And so then what we do is we take it a step even further. What our coaches do every single week is they run reports to see who's coming and who's not. And if you're not coming, you're going to get a text message from us, an email, a phone call. And we're going to say, hey, you know, you signed up for boot camp because you want to lose 15 pounds, but I haven't seen you in a week. So how's that going? What do you need help with? How can I get you in here? And so that is one thing that we do really well with. And how we can do that is, you know, our studios don't have a thousand, two thousand people like a big box gym. We have, you know, a few hundred people. And when a new location is starting out, you, know, you grow one by one organically. So it's a lot easier to develop that relationship. When I first started as an owner, you know, years and years ago, I knew every single person that came through my doors. Now, then when I started hiring other people and I stepped out and opened up a second location, that was a little bit more difficult. But when I did, I told my coaches, hey, listen, if I'm not here, you're the one that has to build this relationship and they need you need to know who these people are. 
And so that is just, that's one way that we can help with the retention um, in terms of like the retention rate and how we, and how long we keep people. Usually an average membership life cycle is anywhere from like six to nine months. So it's, it's pretty good. Um, that's the average. So we have, you know, of course, 50% are more than that, which is great. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if I'm hearing you right, it's kind of, it's kind of like there are those people, and this is every gym, I think, those people that, that come in, join, and are there for life. Right. I, I mean, oh, yeah. They, they always, they, they're just not, not a problem. It's just part of their routine. And then there's probably a lot of other people who, are everywhere else oh, in, yeah. in between. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I, and unfortunately that's just, there's no way around that. That's always how it's going to be yeah. in this industry. Human, um, I wish we could convince. Nature. Yeah. I wish we could convince more people to see it as like, you know, fitness is just a part of your lifestyle and you should really be in it for the long game. But there are so mm-hmm. many people today that they want those short term, quick results. They want to get it mm-hmm. over with. They want to do it fast. And then they are going to either stop doing everything altogether or they're going to move on to something else. And again, I think that has to do with your personality as well. Yeah. Yeah, probably, probably. And, and what the goal is, mm-hmm. you know, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, where, no, that's not the right word. Um, so I'm still trying to get the, get the picture of, so is it like, so it's a group that people come in and then maybe there's things that they end up doing during the session where they're off by themselves or is that? Yeah. So most gyms, like you'll walk in and you have like your nice lobby area with a front desk and a retail section, mm-hmm. and then you'll have a big wide open room. And in this room we have, um, we have carpet bonded flooring. It's called Dollarmer flooring and it's great for your joints. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing any kind of jumping, it's wonderful for jumping. My husband being a physical therapist, that was one of the things that he loved about FitBody was how great the equipment is for for everyone. It wasn't just like elite athletes that we were targeting. And so we have the carpet flooring and then we have throughout the room, we'll have on the outside, we might have like a TRX or a rig set up where you'll do like the resistance training. So we'll have that. Then we'll have a rack of dumbbells. We'll have slam balls. We'll have kettlebells. Um, some locations have sleds or skiers, so or rowers. So we'll have those. And so we'll have that set up um, in the room. And then you'll have like whiteboards all over the room as well. And that's mm. where the coaches will write up, you know, at this station, we're going to do dumbbell curls and squats. And at this station, we're going to do um, TRX rows and jumping jacks. And so all of the stations, you know, will be set up in the room. Mm-hmm. And so when you come in, you'll go out to the floor, you'll put your stuff in a cubby or a locker, you'll go out into the floor, and you'll wait for your session to begin. And the coach mm-hmm. will have a microphone on so that you can hear them loud and clear. Okay. And you'll do your warm up, they'll tell you like, okay, we're going to start with some jumping jacks, we're going to start with some squats and just some, you know, light stretching. So you'll do that together. And then they'll go over what all the stations are for the day. And then they're going to start a timer. So we have most locations have like a really large um, gym clock and it has where, where you can program what the workout is for the day. So it'll beep oh, okay. again and then it'll beep again when you take a break. Hmm. So you'll have like a series of anywhere from 30 seconds to a minute 
at one station doing a set of moves, and then you'll rotate on to a next station. And the coach will walk you through the entire thing. So, of course, your first session, most people are kind of looking around like a chicken with their head because they're like, oh, my goodness, where am I supposed to go? But that's where that Monday night orientation kind of helps out is we'll explain to them this is what you're going to be doing so that they don't feel Uh so lost. Uh, But every single day, it's like set up like stations like that. Okay. 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 And then they, they change the... Yeah, so the workout changes. Yep, the workout uh-huh. changes every day. At the end of you know, at the end of all of the sessions in the evening, the coaches will set up the room and set up the boards for the next day. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then so tell me a little bit more about is there any difference between, you know, the younger people and the us <laughs> older people? Um, That's a great you know, question. Yeah. I mean there yeah. is yeah. So fit, body, so fit Body yeah. Bootcamp really, it really is for all fitness levels, meaning we have mm-hmm. college age members who are maybe athletes to we have people that are in their 60s and 70s. But we also have a program at many Fit Body Bootcamp locations. Not every single location has this, but many of them do. And it's called Fit Body Forever. And Fit Body Forever mm-hmm. is Fit Body Bootcamp, but it's slower paced. And it's 45 minutes instead of 30 because the coaches slow things down to make sure you're mm-hmm. having an adequate, adequate time to recover and rest in between mm-hmm. your sets, in between your stations. Mm-hmm. They're making sure that they can watch you more closely so that you're not going to get injured. And we are going to do a slow progression towards that goal that you have. And they're mm-hmm. really just going to spend that time. Um, that they can't necessarily get in only 30 minutes with a full class of boot campers. And so Fit Body Forever is a smaller group of people in a session, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit longer. And it's typically our clientele that are 55 and up. But we also mm-hmm. have clients that are younger than 55 that maybe had like an injury or they've recently recovered from a surgery, and mm-hmm. they need a slower-paced yeah. workout as well. Uh-huh. So. That program is wonderful. Before each client starts that program, we also do a functional movement screening so that we can make sure we understand, like, if you cannot do a squat, we're not going to have you pick up a kettlebell and start doing kettlebell squats. And the last thing, the last thing we want too is a coach that maybe doesn't know you very well, come in, coach a session and have clients doing something that they're not even sure if they know how to do that. So we'll never have that either. So you would get that at any big box gym. So how we combat that is we have certain coaches that are certified to to coach these specific, specific sessions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now I can see where it could get frustrating, I think. Probably oh, for definitely. people. Right. Oh, definitely. Like- there's nothing there's nothing worse than when a client comes in and they're not properly onboarded into the program. And mm-hmm. they're thrown to the wolves and they're doing mm-hmm. a session where they don't know what to expect. They have they haven't been given the overview. They don't know anybody in the session. Yeah. They don't know the coaches. And when you have an experience like that, that's when they don't want to come back because that's just right. too overwhelming. And so yeah. we really try to take all of those pieces away and make sure that our clients are coming in and just we always say this. We say first session just give it 50% because I want you to understand what's going on more than I want you to be like killing yourself in this workout and then being like, what was that? 
<laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then the next time you come in, you're like, uh oh, where where was I supposed to start? Right. What am I supposed it, to do? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, and I and I can appreciate the <clears throat> excuse me the fact that you do change it up every day mm-hmm. because I know I mean I go to a gym small gym um, and I just always do the same stuff every time right you know? yeah and it's, it's and it's probably not yeah you know well my motivation is my husband because he's <laughs> that's great he's been a big athlete his whole life and so you know like like you know quarterback of the football team and all of that yeah (laughs) yeah so he drags me (laughs) that's good you have an accountability partner I guess that's one way of describing it (laughs) (laughs) or a drill um, sergeant (laughs) no he lets no he doesn't do that he doesn't he just gets me there and then he goes off and does his stuff and I do my stuff (laughs) so yeah but um but it is it's always I always find it interesting anyways just to watch the people and who's there mm-hmm. and the different ages. Oh definitely. And, and who's working with some of the coaches. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, or trainers. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 um but I'm I'm I just I'm curious about people anyways. Otherwise I wouldn't be doing this podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get into the business end? Um, with like the franchise. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, well, it really started when I started having kids, honestly. So when I was, when I first opened the location, it was very much my thing, like coaching on the floor with the clients every day. I, I got a personal training certification. I, you know, tried to learn as much as I could without, I mean, when you're passionate about something and you love something, it's very different than, you know, someone going to school with a formal education. And so I felt so excited about this industry that I was going into and about this opportunity that it was easy for me to take the time to learn more about it. So uh, that was easy for me. And so I, I did that. And then when I started having children, when I had my daughter, um, after I had her, I, you know, figured out a way that I could still go in and I could coach and my husband and I, you know, we would just kind of split up our time together and he would watch her while I'd go coach and I would watch her while he had to go work in his physical therapy job. But then when we had our son, I really had to figure out a way to replace myself. And so I got pretty good at recruiting leaders within our facilities and I recruited some really great leaders to run our locations and once I did that, and once parenting two children started to get easier, once my son turned one, I kind of had this moment where I was like, okay, so I have somebody leading all of these locations now. I'm no longer needed like I used to be. I can pretty much work from home now, even though I was still going into my locations every day to work uh, out, yeah. to see people. But I was like, what? what can I do now? Like, what can I do to serve? What can I do to add value to other people's lives, mm-hmm. which in turn will add value to mine. And so I reached out to uh, the Fit Body Bootcamp headquarters and I'm good friends with the CEO. And I said, I said, listen, oh, you know, okay. Fit Body Bootcamp completely changed my life. Like it provided me opportunities for my life that I never would have had if we wouldn't have become entrepreneurs and small business owners. And mm-hmm. so how can I help other people do the same? And so what I do now is 
you know, I, I have the podcast where we talk about health and fitness, but on the podcast, I also talk about entrepreneurship and becoming your own boss, mm-hmm. taking risks, you know, living a life that is all in your control. And so I, I talk a lot about that, but then I also help people who maybe you're exploring having your own Fit Body Bootcamp location, but you have questions, you're a little bit nervous. And so I'll talk to people about that and kind of help them through that process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like you're really enjoying moving into that. Yes, I do. I love the business and side. And and uh-huh. over the years, as you know, our businesses grew, my husband, he ended up um, kind of retiring from his physical therapy job and he's PRN now uh-huh. when he goes in as needed at, at a certain clinic, but he was able uh-huh. to work in our business full time with me. And as we have grown as a couple and business owners together, I have really developed like a strong liking for the business side, the back end. And mm-hmm. he really loves marketing and uh, recruiting wow. new clients yeah. into the gym and, wow. and the computer, and the Facebook and the Instagram. And uh-huh. it's so funny because it didn't start that way. And so it's just over the years, we you've gotten better. And we've realized like when you're first working together as a couple, you're both trying to do everything at the same time together. Mm. And we realized over a few years, it's like, okay, we can't be working on the same things. We have to divide and conquer to make this work. And that's what we end up doing. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think I don't, I think that's with any partnership, right? Whether it's couples or, or just people who are in partnership in a business. Um, Right. You know, it, it works well or better when people have kind of different interests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard something the other day, actually, that was, they were saying, um, you should never go into business with someone who has the same skill set as you. And it had me thinking because, you know, too often I hear as someone who talks to people interested mm-hmm. in franchise ownership, I'll hear someone say, Oh, well, I have a potential partner who's like my best friend. And, you know, we have all these things, you know, in common. And I'm like, you actually want to go and partner with someone who's like really good at something you're not good at, because that's how you're going to work well together. Well, and that you don't like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Because if you both, if you both love certain parts of the, of a business, right. That's what you gravitate towards. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I think that's why so many couples who end up, who go into business together, either end up getting divorced or they, or they get, they, you know, change, change up yeah. <laughs> things in the business. Yeah. And that's what my husband and I had to do too. Cause like we, we recognize that about, I would say at like year four of owning the businesses uh-huh. together, we just kind of were like, Okay, something's got to give here. What are you going to do? What am I going to do? We're not doing everything together. Yeah. But then yeah, we we yeah. laugh because like just the other day, I, I I still run payroll and I still do some simple things that I could easily contract out, but it's just like second nature to me at this point. And I laughed and I told him, I said, you know, if I got hit by a bus tomorrow, you don't know any of my passwords and you don't know how to run payroll. So no one's going to get paid. So you might need to learn these things. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Or you, or you have to give the payroll out to some right, external. Right. That's right. right. <laughs> yeah, that is. Um, 
Yeah, and it you know it's it it can it can really wreck a marriage. Oh yeah, definitely if you let yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep. for sure, for sure. So um, no, I think you guys are are lucky, and you're uh, and you're you're. I like your awareness of of these things out there, and not like oh yeah, let's let's do all this together. Right. Yeah, and and. It actually, it actually applies to any marriage. It doesn't even have to do with, with having a business or anything. It's oh, even definitely. doing stuff around the house, right? <laughs> right. You can't, you can't be the only one responsible for everything. And then at the same time, you can't both re- be responsible for everything together. It is good to kind of set those boundaries and figure out like, what does your significant other enjoy doing? What is easy for them that might not be easy for you? Um, an example of that would be I I have ADHD, and so some there are certain tasks in which really stress me out that, sh- that wouldn't stress out an average person. So, like just right. going to the grocery store for something, if I have a bunch of things on my plate, could kind of just throw a wrench in my entire day. And so, about six months ago, my husband and I kind of uh, came up to the came up came with I can't talk right now. We came up with a solution which was I would make the list and he would always go to the grocery store. And when I just make the list for him of the groceries that we need, or even just errands that need to be run, it takes Uh it off of my plate out of my mind. And then it doesn't stress me out. And so he does Uh all of that. And and it's really funny because I used to like love to go to the grocery store, but then it became one of those things where I was like, I just don't have time to do it. And so now that he does it, it really helps out. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So I think, I think the, um, I think the message here is that if you're going to go into any kind of a business or project or whatever with your other, other half or however you want to call them other person, um, you need to kind of set up the rules at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yep. Definitely. You can always change them, but. Oh yeah. Start with something. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and I, and I think partners that way as well, you know, even if you're not, not married, mm-hmm. um, people always go into it and think, oh, this is so going to be so much fun. And, oh, we're going to have, you know, no, it's still work. Yeah. <laughs> you may love it. You may love what you're doing. You may love the people you're with, but it's still work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Having, having been through that myself, I totally understand. <laughs> so, um, so no, is there anything else having to do with all this that you'd like to to talk about, or is there? Um... You know, I think your audience, a lot of the people that listen to your show, we we discussed mm-hmm. this before the episode mm-hmm. together today, were you know middle aged women or or older women, and I think right now what I'm seeing a lot of in the gym with our clients, we spoke briefly about you know retention and people that are you know mm-hmm. coming in the short term but not long term. I think one thing that I see a lot of people do today that's a mistake that they make when they're trying to start something new with their health and their fitness journey is that Mm. they do not look at fitness as a part of their lifestyle. They look at it as something that is taking away from their day instead of adding to it. And so I think if you really approach it as this is something that's enhancing my life, that's a part of my daily routine, and you just make it a part of you, a part of just like brushing your teeth. 
It's like second nature. You're going to just do it every day, get 30 minutes of movement, whether it be go to boot camp, go to a, go to a gym or just go for a walk down the street. If you just make Uh that a part of your daily routine, no matter what, and it doesn't matter if it's the same time every day, like you don't have to have this glorious routine that you stick with. It's really just, if you can make that 30 minutes for yourself every single day, or at least five days a week, it's so much easier to sustain for, you know, the long term than if you mm-hmm. look at it as I need to lose 15 pounds. I want to do it right now. I'm going to, you know, put myself through the ringer. I'm going to start going to these boot camp sessions. I'm going to do it every single day. And if you look at it that way, that's how you quickly get burnout and you quickly want to give up. And so I think mm-hmm. if people could just really approach fitness as a part of their lifestyle, just like brushing your teeth, uh-huh. just like watching your 30 minute TV show at the end of the day. If you could just make that a part of your routine, it's so much easier to stick with. No, yeah, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. That definitely makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 Cause I think, I think there's a lot of people who myself included a lot of the time, um, you know, of, Oh, just a bother. Oh, I gotta go to the gym. Oh God. Right. Yeah. What am I going to do? And then I always have the same things that I, the machines that I get on and, you know. (laughs) Well, and I think adding variety. So like for me, I enjoy running. I play tennis very regularly Mm -hmm. and I, and I lift Uh, weights and I go to boot camp and you uh, don't have to do all three of those every single day, like mix it up, go play tennis twice a week or go play golf. And then, you know, go to boot camp two or three days a week, go, go for a walk Mm -hmm. a few days a week. So when you have that variety, it makes it easier to sustain yeah. it as well so that you don't feel bored and you're just like doing the same thing. Like you said. Yeah. 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 No, exactly. Yeah. Well, we go for a walk almost every day. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. 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 So, um, but, uh, yeah. So then, then we put the gym on top of that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and in addition to, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, um, and it, and it is interesting because everybody's different. Everybody's likes and dislikes and, um, you know, some people like to be in a situation where it's just them. Right. Right. Um, and, and I'm not even talking about training or anything. I mean, just, you know, they like to have the routine and do the routine. Yeah. And, um, and other people love being in a group. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I would say um, to your point with the routine, like my mother, mm-hmm. so she's you know ap- approaching 60. Um, she uh-huh. has her mother. Who, <laughs> so she has her mother who is, she is now having to take care of some. And so mm-hmm. her routine, she kind I of, I would, say, I would say in a way, she kind of feels like she's almost back to like, you know, 30 years ago when she had young children, but because her routine is never the same anymore because she doesn't know when her mother might need her or when, when my dad's mother might need her. And so there's, yeah. you know, just curveballs that are being thrown in her routine. And so with that, I always encourage her, like, it doesn't matter if it's at 8 a.m., if it's at 8 p.m., it doesn't matter if it's boot camp because she goes to Fit Body Boot Camp. She goes to Fit Body Forever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter if it's boot camp. It doesn't matter if it, what it is, just, Try to get your 30 minutes of movement in. It could even be, she has a treadmill. Like It could be on the treadmill while you're watching TV. And so it's like, if you look at exercise as that burden, it sometimes, it does become one. You you let Mm -hmm. it become one. 
-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. And I, um, and I totally understand what your mom's going through because that's, I went through that with my mom and yeah, it's, um, it's very easy to get overwhelmed. Mm, Yes. Yeah. She gets very overwhelmed easily and it's sad because, you know, I have young children and she wants to spend as much time as she can with them, but it'll be, you know, a day where she'll say, I have nothing going on. I'm going to come pick up your kids and we're going to go do something fun. And then she could be on the way here and my grandmother could call and say, Oh, I need you to help me. And then my grandmother doesn't understand why she can't drop everything and just come help her. And so then it's like, she's, she's stuck in the middle. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. I know you understand it's, it's a difficult time. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And, um, and it's like everything else you need to put up boundaries mm-hmm. yep. and set up, which actually, you know, would, would be better. We're getting on a whole different subject, but I think that that's one of the things that women in particular, um, especially your mom's generation, my generation, yeah. um, never learned. Right. Yeah. Um, I think your generation is a lot better yeah. <laughs> about doing that. Um, I think that's because my generation talks about it more. I think, you know, we have these social media platforms that weren't popular, you know, 25 years ago, and we're always talking about boundaries and, you know, setting your expectations and, you know, turning your away message on and things like that, where it wasn't talked about as much. No, no, not at all. Well, and a lot of, a lot of women, um, your mom's an age and my age. I mean, I'm 68. So yeah, a little ahead of her, but, um, we weren't raised to think that we were going to have a job and a family and, 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 and. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to maneuver all of that was not something that we, that we learned. Yeah. Well, that's um, a good point. Yeah. And, you know, and, and we always felt, feel, felt more responsible, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So I'm writing a book about it actually. Oh, awesome. Giving, to... giving, giving some, yeah. 10, 10 different things to, you know, to, to do to kind of even yourself back out. Oh, awesome. So yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> so any closing things you'd like to, to talk about? We, we covered a lot. Um, I don't think so. Okay. And then how, if people are interested in trying to find out if there's a, a fit body, is it fit body bootcamp? Is that what it's called? Fit body bootcamp. Yes. So you okay. can go to fitbodybootcamp.com and you can uh-huh. put in your zip code and you'll see if there's a location close to you. Okay. And as I, as I mentioned earlier, most locations, they have a 28 day trial. So you can start out with oh. that and come okay. as many times as you want within that month, just to see if you like it. And then, uh-huh. a, you know, a coach will follow up with you if you sign up for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Good. Yeah. So awesome. I will have to look into, I'm sure there's one somewhere around where I am. I think there is. I oh, I'm, I'm sure there is. There's a lot on the West coast. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, and I think I've driven by it 
somewhere one of the are they are they a lot of the times in like shopping centers and stuff like they that? are yes yes yeah. okay yeah yeah that's, i think that's where i saw it was at the shopping center so yeah. okay well thank you very much for coming on really appreciate you uh you taking the time yes. and lots thank of you so interesting much for information me. And I will um, say the usual, which is that neither of us are doctors, and this is not to be seen as medical advice. And with that, I will be seeing everybody next week. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.